sing as one my land, my for this country we're walking on my land, my we stand together to protect this land for the future we're hand in hand program may contain traces of irony, sarcasm, satire, parody, mockery, banter, caricature, and nuts. The opinions expressed are almost certainly not shared by self-appointed officious dictatorial wowsers. If you are dangerously irony deficient or allergic to mockery of the self-important and corrupt, then get a life. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get a life, or at least to stand up for all life on planet Earth. That is our home where uh, we got we got no options but to stay and make the best of it together. So here I am, I'm Sean O'Shaughnessy, and this is Environmental As Anything. Thanks for being with me again. I try to bring you all the news, interviews, and analysis I can cram into the brief time that we have together each week. As always, I'm very thankful to the sovereign people of this Bunjalung nation where we live and work. Uh, This land uh, remains their property, and uh, we are very fortunate that they have taken such good care of it until we've arrived and they have been so understanding of our uh, culture's uh, dysfunctionality up till now. So uh, sorry for the mess and we're doing our best to clean it up. And thank you to the Widgibal Weibel people here uh, where I live and work in the Northern Rivers. Next up. I'm going to be speaking with Eddie Lloyd soon about uh, the the big steal. There was a, a, a bit of a, a big robbery that was planned for uh, for the the local uh, original Aussies. Uh, they'd been uh, given back a tiny uh, little token bit of l- their land, uh, which uh, which they have always owned and always will, but somehow came into the possession of uh, Lismore City Council. Uh, it was a, it was an, a, not a very useful bit of uh, property, but uh, one that uh, that is of importance, of significance to uh, the the original Aussies, to the Widgibal Wyable people here in uh, the Northern Rivers and uh, on the North Lismore Plateau, or the Sleeping Lizard, or Sleeping Goanna, as we've been told to, uh, it, it's actually properly referred to. So I was there last Tuesday outside the council chambers where there was a crowd of hundreds of people who uh, assembled to, uh, to oppose this, uh, this disgraceful act. And, uh, the, uh, and I collected a few comments from people in the, uh, in the crowd and also some of the speeches that were made. And we'll hear all of that. And then afterwards, I'm going to get uh, Eddie on the line to give us the, the insider perspective on what happened inside the chambers after that and what's going on in general in Lismore City Council. So here is the uh, Lismore Council, North Lismore Plateau, big steel motion rally uh, that happened last Tuesday. Okay, so I'm outside Lismore City Council here today where there's a huge rally that's spontaneously sprung up to uh, prevent the big steal, where they're, they're planning on uh, re-stealing the land from the uh, original Aussies up there on the North Lismore Plateau. So I'm, I'm talking to Jasmine. You're here today. Jasmine, why are you here? Um, I'm here to support the Wichibal Wyville people and... Um Disappointed in the actions of the new council to rescind the motion to give Sleeping Lizard, well, part of Sleeping Lizard, uh, back to the local Bundjalung people. Yeah, amazing turnout. It is a great turnout. So I'm speaking to Binny. How do you feel about this motion to to, to re-steal the, uh, the, the North Lismore Plateau from the, the, the original Aussies? 
uh, disappointed, I suppose, gobsmacked, ashamed that I'm a, a member of a community that voted for someone who would put such a shameful motion up. Um, it's an ill-thought-out motion. It doesn't make sense. He's banging on about how the land can be sold. If the land was saleable for development, it would have happened decades ago. It's not what that land is about. And the fact that last year when that land was handed back, how good everyone felt. And it was like some kind of weight lifted off my shoulders at least. And I could stand and hold my head a bit higher that we are on the path to real reconciliation in this town. And to think that that could be taken away from the Aboriginal community again to pay for something that they never did. Like, as he's saying that the money can pay for the rehabilitation of the quarry? Did the Aboriginal people build the quarry and destroy the land? No. They've already paid enough. They've paid for 200 years and it's time for us to pay now. And I'm just, well, I'm about to cry, but I'm just so overwhelmed by the fact that we got 20,000 signatures on our petition and there's like, I don't even know how many hundreds of people are here right now, but it's just beautiful. And if the, these new councillors can't see where the community is at with this, then I don't know what we're in for for the next couple of years. But they ought to do the right thing and listen to the Aboriginal community, which is the other thing Big Rob did not consult with the local Aboriginal community about this and that is completely wrong whereas the original motion that was put forward was well thought out it was consulted with the local people and it was voted yes positive so he just needs to go away now and just stop this okay uh, former councillor Simon Clough uh, wanted to talk to you wonder if, what you think about this uh, this plan to re-steal the uh, North Lismore Plateau from the uh, original Aussies Mate, it's colonialism gone mad. You know, even if they don't take back the whole land, they're talking about giving the First Nation people the environmental zones. I mean, talk about bloody rerun of the whole Australian history. Couldn't believe it. Just couldn't believe it. Absolutely shameful. Thank you. Anastasia, what do you think about this... Uh plan for Lismore City Council to re-steal the, uh, the land on the North Lismore Plateau from the original Aussies? Oh, look, it's just disgusting, isn't it? I mean, you know, talk about adding insult to injury. After everything that Indigenous peoples have been through, both here and all around Australia, these are, this is just one of the moments, again, where that injury, that wound is just reopened and reopened. A promise is a promise. And what was done was done in the spirit of healing and reconciliation. It was a concrete step. It was a step forward in that direction. And now, with this disgusting motion proposed, um, that's, that's on the table to be undone. I think um, there's a huge amount of anger um, with good, good, good calmness and solidarity here, but I think there's a huge amount of anger about this and a lot of people have come out to, to show that today in a respectful and peaceful way. And that's fantastic. Yeah, you mentioned there's a lot of people. Can you just, uh, what do you think of this crowd? How many people do you see around here? Oh, this is fantastic. It's probably between 300 and 500 people here from what I can see. Um, people from all walks of, of life, um, all the colours of the rainbow, and they've come out here to show solidarity with the Widgeable Wireball about this, um, this decision on the table here. Well, thank you. Thanks, Sean. So, Aidan, uh, what do you think about the, uh, this motion for, before the Lismore City Council to, uh, to re-steal the, uh, the land that was given back to them on the, uh, uh, on the North Lismore Plateau? Uh, well, I think it's probably just a provocation by Big Robber. Um, I'm not convinced at this stage that the council's going to get sucked into Big Rob's play. Hopefully they won't. Um, they'd be stupid too. 
um, because they'll put Lismore the shame of the nation, really, if they do. Thank you. country and uh, introduce myself and thank you for all turning up here today and it's a momentous occasion of um, I don't know how to put it like they got the land and they took it back so uh, there's, there's something wrong there but uh, anyway but first of all I'd like to acknowledge all my elders past present and future I acknowledge all you people here today and thank you for coming I acknowledge all my grandmothers, grandfathers, brothers and sisters, cousins, all the family, and I thank you for turning up here today. Short and sweet, let's get on with it. We're here for a cause, and I know Spirit's looking out for us. Thank you. Any elders here? Do you want to come and say something? Come up and speak now, please. I see one down there under the tent down there. You got something to say? Come on. Jingle. Yo voy. Black me de galaningalani. Yo voy. Anyway, this nanya de galaningala we go jogani. Yo voy. This is our ancestors land. We know it as a witchable. All right, we got special places in in this area, around here. All right, very special. Anyway, I thought I'd bring the bring the weapon to Galaningalanya, the smoke, the fire with me. It's a blessing to our ancestors who walked before us. Your way, and they walked on this land for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years all right so so we have got special places that's this place we are all here gathered for you know it as a sleeping lizard well it's really the sleeping goenna all right we call it the nyamal nyuramalela nyamal goenna nyuramalela is sleeping so he's, he's asleep he's been resting there for thousands of years it's one of our creation stories, which make up our great big nation, the Bunjalung Nation. All right. I'd like to share that story with you guys. Thank you. Well, the creation story comes from the snake and the goanna. All right. Back, way back in our dreamtime stories, the snake and the goanna had a boomerang. You don't know what a bumalay is, so they had a fight. And when they had this fight, the snake took the poison off the goanna. All right. So the, the, the goanna was chasing the snake around. I'll make a short story, make it short for you guys. The goanna was chasing the snake around in our great big nation. 
the Bundjalung Nation. It's a big nation. And we are part of it, the Wujibu people. All right. And that was his resting area when he was ch chasing the snake. He stopped there to have a drink and, uh, and have a little sleep, have a rest. All right. And as he was chasing his snake, he chased it to a special place down there you know as Evans Ed. There's that place down there you just know as a go in the headland. All right. That is what we call the gummy gara. The gummy is our old grandmother. That is the place of the old lady. And she is in the form of that goanna. Down there, they, we call it the Didawong, the local mob. The Didawong is our spirit goanna. All right? So that is the story, how we connect with, that, with this animal. And that is very special to us, is that Nyamal Nyuramalela. And on top of the Nyamal Nyuramalela is what we call the Buninj Muliga. All right? The Buninj is the is echidna. The muli is a hill and the gar is a place. So it's a place of the echidna. It's a, it's a birthing place. I remember when I was a young boy, I, I used to run up there as, when I was only about eight years old, and you know, only 10 years old. I seen so many echidnas gathered in one place up, up on top of that hill. So there is our connection. And the main connection is what that showground represents to our people, all right? The story is from that showground. What you, you know as the Lismore showground, we call it the Wonder Run, all right? The Wonder Run is a gathering place. It was like our big boring coming together. That was our council chambers when our people gathered on this land. We'd set all our laws and our, po our protocols out there so we are not going to step on other people's feet. And that's how these people should be working. They got their policies and their laws, but we got our protocols and our laws as we walk and we talk with each other. Well, why don't they come on board and talk to us? All right? We are the people of this land. This is our land. I was, I'm proud to say it. This, I am a descendant of the Wijibal people. And this is, this, is, this is my country. Hopefully, we can try to save this from getting, putting back on the table, right? Let's all stand together and stop this. It's something that us First Nations people have been fighting for is a long time is recognition on behalf of our significant places and our significant sites as we walk this land together, you know what? You just don't like it if we go desecrate your mon monuments or your, or your churches or anything like that. Well, these are our monuments. These are our churches. They are very special to us First Nations people. Uh, again, thanks a lot. Man, it's great to see you all here gathered like this. It might be small, all right? <laughs> I'm trying to put a stop. I don't want to say any rude words or anything like that. Of course, you've got to be polite to these councillors. Uh, I'd like to bring them onto the land and talk to them. Not, not at the Knights of the Round Table, all right? 
it doesn't look too good when you're at the round table of the Knights and uh, come and talk to, talk to us on the land and feel us and, and understand us, all right? Because we're all here together, all right? We're not going nowhere. It's always, it's all about that loving and caring for one another, all right? Anyway, thanks again, eh, for turning up, because make me feel so proud, right? To, to help us protect our land, our, our significant sites, our significant places, Man, you're a part of the Widgeable Mob, all right? You're part of us, all right? So stand strong with us. We'll all be strong together. Thank you again. Boom, boom, Joy, thank you. Over 200 years ago, my ancestors stole this land and sought to destroy the oldest surviving culture. The Widgeable Wild elders tell us that up in Banyan Bygum, the Sleeping Lizard Hill, their country was taken by white colonials who raped the hills of trees and kicked them off country to missions and homes across the land where they were segregated, assimilated, abused, removed, beaten, murdered and broken. But despite those genocidal attempts to wipe their culture out, my ancestors did not succeed. Uncle Mickey and Arnie Mari tell me how after they were kicked off Banyan Bygum and separated, that they made their way back home to the country they're so deeply connected to. And they have been fighting to care for that country ever since. And in a sign of true reconciliation, six months ago, Lismore City Council handed a small parcel of Sleeping Lizard Hill back to the traditional custodians. recognised that this land was never ceded. There was no treaty. But unfortunately, tonight, we have got a wild colonial boy who has decided he wants to steal the country back again. But he hasn't bought a treaty. He knows that land is not ceded. Pay the, rent. Pay the rent, exactly. I'm sorry that my ancestors did not do the right thing by you over 200 years ago. I'm sorry that after over 200 years of us having awareness of the catastrophic damage we have done, that this is happening again. So we gather here today and with the support of over 20,000 people from across Australia and the world, we stand with the Widgeable Weibull people today. And we stand shoulder to shoulder, heart to heart, and we say no, 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 never again. is watching to see if this council will recognise that this country, this land that we stand on, always was, always will be Aboriginal land. What you just heard from uh, that, that impassioned speech uh, at the end of that, uh, that uh, report from the North Lismore Plateau rally to stop the big steal was uh, Eddie Lloyd. I should say it was uh, 
uh, Uncle Gilbert, who uh, gave such a stirring speech there, uh, uh, um, and and a bit of instruction on on the uh, the local culture. But Eddie Lloyd uh, wrapped that up because Eddie has been one of the movers and shakers here in Lismore, uh, doing so much uh, on the local council and for the local community. And uh, she knows what goes on inside that chamber. So I thought we'd get her to give us the wrap up. What was the conclusion? Hey, Eddie, how are you going? Hi, Sean. Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for joining Environmental as Anything. It's a, a pleasure to have you here. So what happened? What happened after that in the, you know, you, you just heard that piece, I assume? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Wow. Stirring I mean, words. honestly, it just brings me to tears just to listen to it again and just remember, like, our beautiful community coming together for that. Um, after all of those speeches, um we fit as many people as we could in the chamber. It was um, shoulder to shoulder. Um, and the speakers began. We had heard from lots of different elders. Um, and really, there wasn't a dry eye in the chamber. We heard more stories from country. Um, you know, the mood in the chamber was, was... The feeling was palpable. There was hope. There was sadness. There was anger. Mainly a lot of anxiety. Uh, Uncle Mickey... Bumped down on the table, 20,000 signatures from across the nation and the world. A dramatic um, moment. And at that point, it was really dramatic. And at that moment, we had so much hope. Um, we we were on under the impression from what Uncle Mickey had told me, what others had told me, that Mayor Creek was not at all going to support Big Rob's motion. So we had a lot of hope. But then when the motion was put... Um, we saw that uh, that wasn't actually the case. And indeed, Mayor Craig was supporting it and just adding one additional point that just said all everything Big Rob said, but also that, yes, we in principle support the handback, like when we know that would never, ever happen. So then we went down the long, boring road of the Code of Meeting Practice, and um, which the new six-pack and not very uh, well accustomed to so there was a lot of argy-bargy going on in terms of how things get moved and what was an amendment and what was the foreshadowed mo- motion. And you could see that Mayor Creek was under a lot of pressure. He passed a condolence motion earlier of someone that he was very close to, so he was feeling very emotional. He'd been out in the crowd. I thought that was fantastic that he went out in the crowd and met some of the elders. It's a shame he hadn't done so beforehand, yep. but he had on the night, so he yep. really was feeling the pressure in the room. And with all of this argy-bargy going on about the code of meeting practice and who moves what and when, it all just got too much, and he called timeout. And just before he called a timeout, he said, I think I'm going to foreshadow a motion that we, we go to a workshop, that we just don't proceed. I don't have enough information. That was pretty obvious. He didn't even know who NTS Corp were. They are the lawyers for the native title claimant. So he thought they were actually the traditional custodian. So he hadn't made himself aware of a lot of information that was already there. Um, so he called a timeout. And then we could we watched the six-pack go on caucus one by one. He approached them all. The elders, it was such a beautiful moment. Um, one of the community members, Maddie Rose Brad, and she just took charge, went into the tea room which, and just started making cups of tea for all the elders. That's never happened before in a council meeting. It was really beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. So then all the elders were in the little room having a really good yarn. So time out was over. It went beyond five minutes because no doubt Mayor Craig hadn't got to all of his six independents. Uh, and then um, we sat back down again and Councillor Bird then thankfully, stood up and reminded 
um, Mayor Craig that he was intending on uh, putting this foreshadowed motion to go to a workshop and abandon Big Rob's uh, motion. So that kind of wedged him into that. And thankfully, he did the right thing. Um, so it was really touch and go. So he he did put he did let everybody know that. And the reason um, Councillor Bird stood up to do that was to really let his um, six pack know who are you voting with tonight? Are you going to vote with Big Rob or are you, are you going to vote with Mayor Creek? Because he he is going to put this foreshadowed motion. And so then Big Rob Councillor Rob's motion went up and it uh, lost ten to one. And so then the foreshadowed motion came up and that was to go to a workshop. And then in a really, really smart uh, move by Councillor Eakins and Councillor Bird, both of them put up um, an amendment to that, each one that NCS Corp be present at that workshop and one that the traditional custodians be present at the workshop. And I think that's vital to make sure that they bear witness because some of us have this feeling that um, the workshop was really about just getting it out of the public eye and then Mayor Craig in his six-pack saying, OK, we've had the workshop, we've been fully informed, and now we're going to steal the land back again. <laughs> so now with the traditional custodians that'll be in the room and the traditional custodians' lawyers, there can be no funny business going on and it's going to be very difficult for them to try and steal the land back again. Well, that's... But what we know is they're going to come up against this amazing community and, you know, they might have thought... Um, that this was a um, a bad thing for the community, um, bringing us all together. But in fact, it's just been... I mean, you felt it, Sean. It was so galvanising. had every colour of the rainbow at that um, event. At it the was. Gathering. Like, I have never felt... I did not feel more part of that community than I did that day. Well, it was deeply it was moving absolutely and... absolutely beautiful. It was deeply moving and exciting and, and I particularly appreciated and felt that the, the chills run down my spine and the hairs rise on my neck yeah. as uh, as uh, Uncle Gilbert said that you're all widgeable oh. mob here you know brings brings us to a brings us to a level of uh you know of of legitimacy where which we we have always striven for in this country where you know our sovereignty uh which has never been legitimate uh can actually be made legitimate if we are able and willing to uh, cooperate with the people who actually own the country and that's it's a fairly simple and 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 a beautiful thing to be able to do and uh, and here we are in Lismore yet again leading the country in in some respects in in making those kinds of acts of reconciliation and i felt that there was a an important act of reconciliation that might have been even even in that six pack that you're talking about even amongst those who uh, might have uh, antith- antipathy on ideological grounds to the idea uh, i think that uh, mayor Craig and others might have actually found themselves uh, realizing that they were part of something bigger than they realised. And I think, can I just say, that the the most significant thing that that came out of it for me, really humbling, and it just makes me cry every time I think about it, is Uncle Mickey has said that the Wigible Wible people have never, ever, ever felt so supported as they did at that gathering. Yeah. That's really, really significant. Not only the 350-plus people there, but they had the, they had the nation backing them as mm. well. They had, mm. like, 20,000 signatures that came into that chamber with them. Mm. So incredibly important and incredibly galvanising for our community because we've got, we've got a lot to worry about 
moving forward. A lot happened um, that night and the following night with the council that have got a lot of people really, really concerned about what direction is this council going in. Yes, well, that's a that's a good uh, segue into uh, into where we should go with that. So just just to wrap that up, we've we've had a bit of a win for democracy. It's not over yet, though. There will be uh, uh, further discussions about this. There's certainly a process that's going to need to be uh, brought into train to to bring about the handover of this land. But at least it hasn't been uh, derailed by the big robbery. But uh, yes, there's there's other matters at hand in the in the council chambers. Uh, talking about a, a the the new. Uh, general manager just being being uh, being rammed into uh, you know place. What's what's going on there? Do you, what do you see happening there, Eddie? What an ambush, really! What an ambush of the councillors! What an ambush of the community! And what an ambush for the prior general manager, Michael Donnelly, who is a man of great integrity, dignity, and grace. And I can only imagine that that's not the kind of characters that they're looking for in a general manager. Now, every general manager that we hired when I was on council went through a very stringent merit process. And we didn't always get it right with the general manager, but it went through a very thorough process where all councils had some input, as opposed to this situation where it seems that Mayor Cree has handpicked someone um, that he knows um, and has done this in a really, really, um, yeah, not a very pleasant way, the way they did it in the dark of the night. Um, and there's been a lot of chatter on social media, and there's been about about John Walker, who is the new general manager, and a lot of shared widely. And I just wonder what kind of due diligence did the councillors do? And I'm particularly talking about the six-pack, because I know that before... Um, did as much as they could to find out about this Mr Walker, who we know a little bit about him. He is, of course, the man who chaperoned in Macgasco into this community that 87% were against. So I'm not sure that he really understands our community, but he seems to have, from media reports, a very checkered work history. Mm. Now, maybe if you just had one one workplace where you've left and it's, you know there's an undisclosed settlement, a little bit of shade around it, Maybe maybe there's an explanation there. But there seem to be numerous media reports about this man um, coming from a very checkered background uh, and leaving workplaces in very suspicious circumstances. Now, that's what the media reported. So yeah. I am concerned for our community about what this means. And I am also querying um, what kind of relationships some of the councillors might have uh, prior his appointment, um, because he was, of course, the CEO of Richmond Valley Council. We have heard that there's been a lot of very upset, upset and aggrieved staff members there who have been fired. He took a broom to, to that organisation, I'm told, and clear, cleared it out completely of staff with his firebrand strategy. So, you know, I think we have got a lot to be concerned about and I'm very surprised that the mayor, with all of this media going around about his chequered history, hasn't actually come out and talked to us about it. So I really am hoping that John Walker introduces himself to the community and allows us to ask some of those hard questions. Yes. Because it just, yeah. 
it does sound like there's a there's a fair few questions to be asked and there's a fair bit of scrutiny that needs to be put onto this process if it's being it's being done in this way which doesn't uh, seem to be uh, uh, you know following the most transparent or uh, or proper procedures and uh, let's hope there's uh, nothing more than lack of experience here but uh, certainly shouldn't assume that uh, that that's all that's going on should we yeah, well, the questions I'd be asking is, I mean, there were rumours going around last year before the election that Steve Krieg had his six-pack and Big Rob involved in that agree to four things that they had to do. We know that they're doing this revenge reversal of all the good council decisions, of the goody council, as I will say. Number one, there was the square, OK? They want to bring back the square so coals can expand. Number two was sack the GM. They've done that. Number three still back the land, and number four, everyone had to have a very forceful pro-dam position. So they're going through those things one by one. Now, I heard last year already John Walker's name being mentioned. So he left Kalgoorlie Council in October 2021 last year, and in the media it's reported that it was for his own health reasons. So here we are. We're not far away from October. I'm wondering if he's okay you know, these are the kind of questions that our community wants to know. Are you fit for the position? Are you got a physical problem? Is there a mental health issues that we need to know about? You know, um, and and who knew him before? Did any of those councils have a relationship? Did they declare that relationship? Because it was all done behind closed doors. So I have got very grave concerns, and I feel like our gathering the other day was about you know the Whitwell Wival people and standing by them. But there are a lot of people talking about the concerns they have with this new general manager that has come through without then going through a merit process, without proper due diligence, rushed through and removing a general manager that was doing a wonderful job that the staff seemed to love. It's right. And if and if the, those uh, those four priorities are genuinely the priorities of the council, I don't hear anything in there about uh, getting the financial situation of the council in order. I don't even hear them. T- that that doesn't even include, uh, you know, like uh, fixing the potholes, which seems to have been their, their, their big public push. So, you know, like if those are genuinely their agendas, then uh, they certainly deserve a, a great deal of scrutiny. Look, Eddie, I'm going to look forward to getting uh, your, your feedback, your reports back on what's going on in the council because because you have proven yourself to be, uh, you know, someone who really understands that process really well and is, is able to to work with uh, the community in in, uh, in getting things done there. So so hopefully we'll be able to get you back on Environmental as Anything and keep us posted on what's happening in Lismore City Council in future. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having me today, Sean. Anytime. Thank you, Eddie. That was Eddie Lloyd, former Lismore City Councillor, who uh, helped organise the uh, the rally outside the council chambers on Tuesday, giving us a bit of a wrap up on what happened after the uh, the that rally and a very positive outcome. Uh, the the uh, the the motion was defeated to uh, to remove uh, to, to 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 rescind the promise to to go back on the promise to return the land and. But there are big questions still for Lismore City Council in its administration uh, with the, with this new council seeming to be blundering into uh, uh, like perhaps some uh, some real areas for uh, for scrutiny and uh, perhaps uh, problems for the for the whole of the council area. So uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, and hopefully Eddie will keep us posted on what's going on there. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Environmental As Anything podcast. Uh, I'll be bringing them to you as regularly as I can. If you'd like to tune in to more of this kind of uh, material, uh, there's plenty of episodes available. You can subscribe to our podcast and while you're there, you might as well rate it and help uh, spread the word by sharing it on social media if you can. We're on social media, of course, on Facebook particularly. You can find us anywhere you look for environmental as anything. And if you're really keen to see the show carry on, please do go and support us on Patreon. Again, you can find us by just searching environmental as anything Patreon. Thank you for your support. Be gentle with yourselves. Be kind to each other. And remember, we are all in this together. Uh-huh.